a new style of leadership is here. Are you ready? Welcome to the Inner Leadership Podcast. I'm your host, Lois St. Germain, and I'm a 35-year corporate exec turned certified leadership coach. I've spent the past several years developing and coaching leaders as well as building teams. And one thing I've learned is you can't effectively lead others until you learn to lead yourself. This means eradicating all of the shit preventing you from knowing and embodying your authentic self. Together, we work on releasing and healing all of the shit holding you back. All of the conditioning and stories preventing you from being the truly amazing leader you know you can be. This starts with you. Your outer persona needs to match your inner beliefs. Through this alignment, you'll develop your own unique dynamism that will have people clamoring to work with and for you. A new era is emerging, and it is demanding a new way of leading, a new type of leader with a new style of leadership. I believe that person is you. Let's get started. Hello, my friends. This episode is dedicated to the person or persons who have not yet created, consciously created what they want. And we're going to talk about shadow work, my favorite topic lately. (laughs) I'm in a shadow um, training school. I am talking to all of my clients about it. I have numerous conversations with colleagues and friends. And the more I explore it, the more exciting it becomes for me. And my girlfriend asked me the other day, she said, write down like 20 reasons that you love what you uh, want to teach. And I'm like, why do I need a reason? Like, I just love it. And Um, I just want everyone to not be afraid of the word shadow work because, I mean, it implies darkness, of course. However, in there are all of the magic, the little secrets that we have that actually make our experience as a human here on planet Earth so exciting, so rewarding, so fulfilling. And I mean, if you think about the powers that be, you know, go way, way back in time, like it, people that embraced every bit of themselves were very powerful and it scared others and they wanted to take that away. Right. So. That's, I believe, I have no idea if this is true, but in my mind, this is how it all plays out. Um, They wanted to take away that power, so they made it taboo, right? And they made it seem as if there was danger lurking in the shadows of our mind. And I'm here to tell you, like, if you are in any sort of healthy state, there is no danger in the shadows other than you becoming the powerful person that you are. So with that, 
I want to share my definition of what, when I think about shadow work, this is how I define it, right? I think of it as a super deep inner work or the super deep inner work of coming into alignment with who you're designed to consciously become. And I believe that that's exactly what human design shows us, right? It's the blueprint for our highest consciousness, the map, if you will, to where you are, along with all of the possibilities of where you may go. And I was thinking about it the other day because my husband and I are contemplating (laughs) moving or at least spending a few years in Europe. So we're constantly on the map, right? Looking all over Spain and Italy and the south of France and like all of the different places we could go. And we're only looking at the destination, right? Which is kind of what we're, we do when we set a goal. Like, all right, I know this is where I want to go, but how do I get there? Right. We forget that we have to have a starting point and, you know, he and I are, constantly saying, okay, so if we want to make this a reality in three years, given where we are now, and we take like a really um, uh, truthful look, honest look at where we are financially, um, career-wise, just all of the responsibilities, and what do we have to do to put ourselves in the position to be able to do this within the next three to five years? I want to do it right now because I'm a screw it. Let's just blow it all up and go. But he is a generator in the human design world and it's very methodical and very step-by-step. And so I have to tread lightly with him so that his level of comfort like rises over time. So I'm fine with waiting, but if it was just me and I didn't have to worry about his emotions and I don't have to worry about them, but I do. Um, I would just go, but now I've gotten really off track. The second thought that I have in my brain right now. So I'm thinking about human design and the blueprint and what that means. And just like last week's topic on thought sex, I have another thought that comes in and we're going to make a baby again. And the second thought is that Most coaches will tell you to focus all of your energy on being the person who already has what they want, right? And I've even said it, like I learned that too. It's like, just become that version. And then when you 100% believe it, it'll manifest, which is great and probably true. However, The problem is that if you don't know where you're starting, if you won't acknowledge who you're being right now, then how are you going to ever become that person, right? And, and big and, your conscious isn't the one currently in charge. Your unconscious is. As long as you're trying to become someone that the unconscious isn't ready to become, it's never going to happen. 
because your unconscious is like a toddler throwing a temper tantrum. And until you acknowledge her and get to the root of the tantrum, your life will be miserable. <laughs> and maybe not miserable, but you're never going to, we can't get to where we're going when we don't know where we are, where we're starting. And we also can't fake our way there. Um, yeah, let me keep going. And then I'm going to circle back probably to hopefully close that loop. But I want to talk about toddlers, temper tantrums, toddlers. And if any of you are parents, you've been in a store, right? We're in Walmart or Target or Macy's or wherever you're shopping. And your toddler is going to throw a tantrum at some point, most likely. And I see like two ways that we tend to deal with this, right? One, the first way is force, right? We punish the child for their outburst and we remove them from the circumstance, right? Go put them in the car. Fine. We're going home. No, you're not getting that toy. Look what you've done. This is your, you, your own fault. Like if you had just been a good girl or a good boy, then this, none of this would have happened, right? And we leave the child with even more un, unmet needs. And now she sees the behavior of punishment for speaking up, right? They're trying to tell us something, right? We just don't know what it is. And, you know, growing up, I'm almost 60. So children, weren't um, there for us to understand, let's just say, when we were kids and even when my kids were kids, uh, there wasn't as much understanding of a child's needs as there is today. So we have the force. The other way I see it play out is we ignore it, right? We let them throw the tantrum and we go about our business as if it's not even happening. We're smiling. We're looking through the clothes rack. We're, you know, just looking at other people who are looking at us saying, you know, your kid's thrown a fit on the floor. And we just smile as if it doesn't even, it's not even happening, right? Again, the child's needs are not met and they receive the message that they're not worthy of attention. And this, these two are, there's probably more, but those are the main ones, right? This is the exact same thing we do with our unconscious needs, wants, and desires. We override them with force, right? If I just say positive affirmations, if I um, don't allow any negative thoughts into my brain, right? Or... We ignore them and pretend that they don't exist. And in either circumstance, we're not running the show. The unconscious is, right? Because it's going to keep coming back and coming back and coming back until its needs are met. So in order for us to reclaim dominant position in this relationship between our conscious and our unconscious, we have to recognize the unconscious needs, right? We have to gain the trust of the unconscious 
in order to have a productive exchange with it. And just, you know, like with any communicative exchange, anything less than win-win is a loss, right? Nobody, if we don't both walk away with a satisfactory outcome in a conversation, in any type of exchange, then it wasn't a win at all. Like both people have to be satisfied and fulfilled or at least in agreement and understanding before the conversation loop can be totally closed, right? So what does this all mean and what do we do with it? I just want to take a quick pause to tell you about an upcoming program that I am launching called Shadow Dominatrix Summer Camp. It's going to be a six-week intensive, and we are going to deep dive into our shadows, find the primary driver for all of it, and then explore the psychology between real submission, healthy submission and domination, and how we're currently in a non-consensual relationship um, with ourselves already. And don't worry, there's going to be no patent leather or handcuffs or floggings involved, right? Instead, we're going to use the psychology of alchemizing pain into pleasure to bear witness to our shadows and trauma. And by the end of the six weeks, you'll have a clear picture of what is really driving your behavior and creating your results. So official doors will open on Wednesday, 621. And the first uh, day of summer camp will be July 5th. Um, Beta pricing is going to be $597 and the class or the camp is limited to six campers because I want plenty of time to spend one-on-one with um, each person in it, right? Because this is going to be just like summer school, right? It's really fast. It's really intense. And that's what we're going to be doing. So um, I'll put a link, a payment link. If you just know that you want to be in without any more details, feel free to jump in. Otherwise, um, you can message me for details or follow me on social to see all of the goodness that'll be inside. So human design points right to the areas that we need to address. And it not only shows us our dark shadows, but also our golden shadows. And I hadn't heard of that term before. The concept I understand, but I hadn't heard the term. So just so that you know what it is, because I'm assuming that some of you may not know, it's the places where we have like an innate genius, but we're totally unaware of it. Like, Somebody might say, oh, my God, you're so good at X, Y, Z, right? You're so good at um, Excel or at operations and being able to see and strategize and see gaps. Like, you're really, really good at that. And you're like, I am? Really? You think? Like, I don't know, right? Those are our golden shadows. We don't even know that we have them. And we don't know that we're doing what appears to be magic to someone who doesn't have that ability. So 
human design, back to human design, right? It helps us find the core wounds or shadows that are being acted out by our unconscious. So it knows, it shows us right to, points right to the thing that's causing the temper tantrum, right? And it gives us an opportunity to acknowledge them and explore the unconscious desire for them. So I told you, like most coaches, just tell you, focus on the future thing that you want, become that person, like don't put any attention on what's really going on in your life, right? And my approach is much different because I never ask you now that I understand all of this, I love, and I never will ask you to stop being who you think you are. And instead, I'm going to ask you to get super curious about the that part of you, right? And stop shaming it. Clearly, there is something desirable about the current results you're creating and undesirable for the ones you haven't created yet. And this is all controlled by the unconscious because it always, always gets what it wants where the conscious doesn't always get what it wants, right? And I always want to understand this concept, right? Especially like for myself and my clients, like I am fascinated by this process. And I want to understand it so that we can get to the root cause and create that win-win exchange. And I've been reading this amazing book lately. And in it, there was a quote that said, when our minds remember, our bodies are free to forget. And I, you know, been thinking about that and thinking about it. And I've reframed it to, for me and hopefully for you, to when our conscious acknowledges our unconscious is free to release. Right? Shadow work is only scary because your mind knows how powerful you'll become when you embrace all that is within. Plus, when you approach this work with curiosity, it becomes a fun, juicy, secret experience, right? Doing something we feared for a really long time is exhilarating. And I love watching my clients have major shifts after embracing every aspect of themselves that they've kept hidden or run from, right? It's like we have an exclusive club with all of our juicy little secrets exposed. And I want you to know we are now enrolling. So you can join us inside the Inner Power Portal. And it is a place where you will never feel more safely held. So I ask you, are you coming? 
If you are loving this podcast, be sure to check out the Inner Power Portal. It's a text membership that dives deep into the embodiment of the topics we cover here on the podcast. You'll receive daily embodiment messages Monday through Friday, including additional exclusive content, journal prompts, and embodiment exercises to help you dive deep into each topic so that you can fully step into your inner leadership. Sign up now at ipp.innerleadership.com.